Good afternoon, St. Louis, Missouri, Nashville, Tennessee, Baltimore, Maryland, Scottsdale, Arizona, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Buffalo, New York, New Orleans, Louisiana, Houston, Texas, Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, Lawrence, Kansas, Victoria, Mississippi, Los Oklahoma, North Carolina, Memphis, Tennessee, Chicago, Illinois, and Kansas, Missouri, home of the Super Bowl World Champions, Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to launch with the Missouri Achievement Conference for March the 18th, 
It's a okay. <laughs> one verse, then I'm going to the lesson. <laughs> well, as you said, that's a spirit flow. Okay, I'll put it that way to you, real. <laughs> it's this hymn is 78 in, the, in my songbook. Okay. Will you be free from your burden of sin? There's power in the blood. Power in the blood. Would you owe evil a victory win? That's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, oh, power, wonder-working power in the blood, in the blood of the Lamb, of the Lamb. There is power, oh, power, wonder power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Wow, Elder Lyles, we want to thank you. That was, that was uh, beautiful. And I now you don't need to ask you what was the name of the song, okay? <laughs> uh, power in the blood, and that's so true. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. Amen. Now the, now the prophet is in the sixth chapter of Ephesians, talking to the church. Remember the prophet is far away in the blood. Yes. Matter of fact, that Ephesians, the last chapter, in Ephesians, matter of fact. Now, uh, here's here's the points that I'll be bringing out, and they're going to okay. be coming out, is Christ loved the work for the church is threefold. Past, present, and future. Oh for the Lord, okay. he gave himself to redeem the church. In love, he is sanctifying the church. For the reward of his sacrifice and labor of love, he will present the church to himself and flawless perfection. One pearl of a great price. Ephesians 6. Topic, the domestic life of a spirit-filled believer as children and servants. Now, in this church, you got to be a human being <laughs> that believes the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, people think the church is the building, but this church is saying it's many members and one body. And it's talking about one body of Christ, but in many members is in there. It's Muriel's in there. And Muriel's being, you can't count them. Hmm. Amen. Is that real? Verse 1, it says, Children, we're children of God. Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. 
And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and singleness of your heart as unto Christ. Not with eye service as men pleases. Come up and lift some eyes. But as okay. the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. And that's talking about your mind. God don't want your filthy heart. He said, who can know the heart? It's desperate and deceitful. Yeah. His heart that's in man is in his chest pumping that blood is very deceitful. God talking about your mind when he said your heart. Yeah. With good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Mm-hmm. Knowing that whoso and that whatsoever good thing any man do it, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be mm-hmm. born or free. Mm-hmm. The Lord, the Lord's light shine on the just and the unjust. Amen. And here's the proof of that right here. Verse 9 said, And ye masters, do the same things unto them, forbearing, threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven, neither is there respect of persons with him. Mm-hmm. See, he blesses the unsaved too. They just don't have enough sense to know. And we, he blesses us, and we don't have enough sense to know. Uh-uh. We ain't no different than each other. Just one of us is born again, and the other one ain't. Just happens they day. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That song said there's power in the blood. We're talking about yeah. power here. We got plenty of power. That's why once you save, you always save. You could never get lost. If you had lost, you never were saved because you didn't believe. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Mm -hmm. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places. Wherefore, Mm -hmm. take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your lines girt about with truth. So you got to have grace and truth and that's why the power is in the power is in the grace and truth that the Lord Jesus Christ gave us from Calvary's cross. Amen. And having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shine with the preparation of the gospel of peace. See, the gospel is the power. The gospel Amen. is Jesus Christ, our Savior. Above all, taken. 
the shield of faith, wherewith you should be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The word of God is the gospel again. It's yeah. all in here. But the word and the power is in the blood. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching down too with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Yeah. He didn't leave nobody out. He said, oh, oh. And for me, now it's back to me, personal. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Pass from death unto life before you sleep and after you sleep. Look out! For which I am an ambassador in bond, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak, but that ye also may know my prayers and how I do. Titus, a beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, shall make known to you all things whom I have sent unto you for the same purpose that ye might know our prayers, and that he might comfort your heart, which is your man. Peace be to the brethren, and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Wow. You know, you know, Reverend Lyle, that was such a powerful uh, lesson there. I remember a couple of months ago, my pastor did a uh, series, okay, on that exact, exact, I can't say we preached it, okay, that's here with us today, about how important it is, okay, for the, of, uh, well, to have each one of the things we just identified uh, as the arm of God that he prepares us for battle. Amen. He, you know, and, and, and I, Right now, like, I think it's in Ruth said this, so like never before such a time as this, okay, that message you preach today, okay, it's never been more needed than ever before. Uh, right now, you know, uh, we always said this, and been saying this for a while now, uh, the world is getting uh, unbelievably more crazy, uh, and, I, and I use the word crazy in my opinion, this may say all things are going well, but things are going well for us, you and I, and for God and our listeners. Uh, and they listen to them on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, and also on USLTV.com. And we're all blessed, okay? But but around the world, uh, uh, we got turmoil. We got strife. You got fighting. All the things that, you know, that, 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 that scripture is preparing us for, be able to deal with it. Amen. You know, he just said where you are, you know, in the world, uh, what state you're in or what country you're in, he just said, all my children. 
Amen. Oh, my children. You know, and that's the thing I love about the, the, the God and the scripture that he gave us. You know, said, when each one of us read it, I know I do, okay? I take it as a, a personal message to me and to my family. Amen. My friends, you know, they're just talking to me. I don't think those juniors. I'm quite sure. You know, when you read it, talking to deliver out of loud. You know, in this family, it's got, in this family, you know, in this family, in this family, that uh, it's always so personal you know, that when you read this. Amen. You know, and that's, that's the way the Bible is designed, you know. And the way we take it, okay, that's how we pray. It's a two-edged soul. Plus the speaker yeah. and the ear. <laughs> yeah. Y'all hear that? Yeah. It cuts the speaker <laughs> and the ears. Mm-hmm. Everybody be cut by the word of God. I don't care who you heal and mm-hmm. what you heal. As a matter of fact, I ask people to pray for the Reverend out loud. I tell them loud in the family, you know, and for the word he brings forth, you know, I also pray for Brother Scott and myself, okay, and I also am the church family. You know, that God can bless us every Saturday since 2015, okay, that you've been able to religiously tune into this station and hear us talk about this in from one to three. Yes, so that we have brought to you on, I can't count the subject, and we have talked to Felder. I mean, there's been a whole lot of, okay, and, and you know, but, but, but all of them are very timely when we discuss them, you know what I'm saying? Amen. Uh, yeah, well, I'd like to mention this again. It's, it's a, if our gospel, the second Corinthians, the fourth chapter, say if our gospel be here, it's here to them that are lost. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, right now, real I can say one thing to you, okay? Uh, your light is shining, you know, and it shines every day, okay? And I just thank God so much that I met you in my barber shop. Not so much that I met you, okay, that, that I was obedient to God when he said, talk to this man. And I did. Even it was nothing I had planned. You know, I, I didn't go there saying, I need somebody to build our program. I had to go there saying, I'm a, God, help me, show me, or whatever, okay? But he knew what I needed. Amen. I didn't ask him. I had asked, yes, I had asked, okay, a person like you, okay, but I did not know he was in the barber shop <laughs> in the hood. Amen. Let me tell you, our barber shop, you know, we down yesterday, you hear about St. Louis being, being a dangerous place. Which you were number one in the whole country, okay? But our boiler shops is on Singles Avenue, and you see it. That is definitely in the middle of middle of St. Louis. Yeah, in, in the hood. It's definitely in the hood, okay? Yes, sir. It's definitely in the hood, okay? And I, I and I can I, and I can't tell you much. You hear about these Hyundai's being stolen, okay? Well, I need to put my clothes on. I came out with this looking brand new sitting looking at me when I came out, okay? So God's gonna bless you. No matter where you are in the hood or where you're in the county, the city, I don't care where you are, in New York, anywhere in the world. If you got a child, you, you know, you have peace. Amen. And I, and I knew where about my brother, I was in there. I, I, I didn't get a science idea to it, okay? But I knew God had me protected. Amen. You know, when you go pay this real, we want you to a paramedic. Uh, with the, you know, in, in, uh, over in the Vietnam War, you didn't know where God's gonna take you on your next call. What life was gonna save you? 
because God was protecting me, and I didn't even know He was protecting me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you, when you look back, oh my God. Yeah, I thought it was me doing it, but it was God. <laughs> so, yeah, but Rev, you, you were saving a lot. I mean, you were really saving a lot. Amen. I mean, you, you can't count the people that, that, you, that you sent home, okay, from the war, their families. Amen. All because what Rev allows as a medic was able to do to them. And then you came yeah, home to St. Louis, okay, and continued doing what God sent you to do. Say, you can't get 37 years, Rev. 30, 35 years, okay. You cannot hardly count all the EMS calls that you went to in gunfire and fires, you know, in, uh, in, in, you know, in gun battles or whatever was going on in the neighborhood. Family fights, you went right in before the police got there and we were saving lives. Amen. And now you're saving lives now with us around the world. So we're so blessed to have you, you know, evangelizing us. Our people that listen to us. Even though you know my voice, but I just I just want the people to know that uh that when they hear your voice, okay, that uh God brought you a long way to get here. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, about you a mighty long way you know, as you know, and like that and the only thing that we know that's probably that, that that keep us alive every day is blood in our veins. Yes he do. No, that, that the blood flows, but when the blood stops flowing, it's all over. Right, he's a he's a very good guy. Yes, he is. Very good is not the word, Rev. <laughs> he's an awesome good guy. But, uh, but anyway, we want to thank Reverend Lyle for that beautiful message, okay? And uh, breaking it down so we can make it plain, make it plain, make it plain. We can all understand it. And I just thank you so much for uh, being a part of our team here for Scott. Madness, and for the first time in over ten years, the uh, 
Missouri, he's from the Missouri Columbian basketball team. Uh, uh, for the first time, you know, with a black coach, basketball coach, second one in their history, Dennis Gates. Uh, well, our team, University of Missouri, uh, Columbia, uh, they are playing definitely at five years at the time. Uh, and they, they call the, uh, they were part of the, uh, the first year was 64 teams, you know, they call it. And they played down, and, uh, they won on uh, this past, uh, Thursday. So today, uh, they are trying to get to the uh, Sweet 16, they call it, and so they're playing uh, 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 a fair like uh, Dixon, Dixon team. Now, you have to understand that this team that they're playing today, they were number 16 in the, in the, in the rankings, okay? So had, had nothing impossible. Maybe the number two team rep. <laughs> And so they were in Missouri today with number seven. So right now, we, you know, we are all excited. And all this combination of uh, Sacramento, California, sometime in April 1st, birthday, and, uh, and that'll be the end of the tournament. But these young men are playing for, the, for their lives, you know, for, the, for their schools, for their families. We all pray for them to be, be so much blessed, okay? So wherever you are, maybe you got a team to group up. Please support your young men. These are our future leaders. But right now, I'm talking about leaders right now. Uh, one of the number one leaders in the, in the, well, one of the top leaders in the world uh, has been uh, indicted. No, it's not President Donald Trump, uh, but it's the uh, Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia. Uh, the International uh, Criminal Courts issued a war crime warrant for uh, Vladimir Putin this past, uh, yesterday, matter of fact, for war crimes. Now, what are they doing? They're accusing him of uh, uh, in prison responded for the abduction and killing of children in Ukraine. Now, this is one of the first time that the uh, global court has issued a one issued a indictment like this you know, for a member of uh, uh, member of the top five, which is meaning permanent members of the United Nations Leadership Council, the Security Council, I should say. And, uh, and so now, uh, you know, uh, he's been indicted. And what does that, what does that mean? He said, well, you know, so what to him? Well, anywhere he travels right now, he could be possibly arrested. Because each country right now, uh, they are bound to uh, arrest him. You know, so he right now got a knowledge of his shoulder when he travels. But look over his shoulder in his own country. Because right now, he's afraid for his life. And in the past, in Russia, they kind of take out their leaders over there. Well, so anyway, we uh, pray that all goes well there and that the law goes around what has to be done. And also, uh, speaking of world turmoil, uh, as, you, as you look at the TVs or hear about what's going on in the USA right now, is very much what could possibly take place in our country. Benjamin uh, Netanyahu, uh, who uh, was a prime minister and had uh, been indicted for crimes of him and his family, some people went to jail. And they said they would have put him in jail back then, but he was the president, so they were trying to go. They didn't get away, sound like, I guess in our country, okay? And so, um, so now, so rather than he got reelected, okay, he the prime minister again. And so what did he, what does he do? He's now trying to attempt him, okay, to change the rules. So that the court, that the administration, okay, would be over the courts, over, over, over the Supreme Court there. 
and they would do what he wanted to do. And that's what it means. He could walk free. Does that sound fair, gentlemen? No, it does not. No, it does not. But see, this colleague had to create a dictatorship. You know, and that's why we thank God every day for us in America. Here, our president, Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, you know, does some things. You know that uh, he's probably not not not, not proud of. Okay, but but in this in this country, say everybody, nobody is against the law. And so right now, uh, you know, that's what's happening with him. But now with Russia, uh, we would be remiss if we hadn't mentioned this past week or so that uh, the Russian uh, when one of our drones that's within the international waters, which means they land up high. And uh, it's only about six feet, uh, six feet long, something like that, you know, in wingspan. And they were doing surveillance, you know, which is which is legal. And so what a, 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 a Russian plane did, Russian jet, did up, up high in the sky there, uh, flew over the drone the first couple of times, you know, and, and one of the times they did, they put gasoline on the drone, okay? Well, that was meant to make sure the cameras couldn't see, okay? Now, would you imagine being up in the air, up that high, dumping gasoline on another airplane, another object in the, air, in the sky. Uh, but uh, it didn't work okay, and then it tried something like this, okay, it got so close that one of the propellers of the, of the drone was damaged, okay? Now, natural Russia said, we didn't do that, didn't, don't, never happened, never, never happened, nobody saw it, no, well, somebody did see it. We had cameras up there. We actually showed what took place there. And then so the drone went down and rest, oh, no, no, guess what? They were trying to keep trying to find the zone. But thank God, okay, for the United States, they could wipe out the memory in the zone, in the, in the, in the, in the drone there. So the information was stolen. And also they downed it in the, red, in, the, uh, in the Black Sea. Now, people are aware of the Black Sea, one of the deepest seas, baddest water in the whole world, okay? <laughs> I mean, I, and I do mean deep, okay? And so guess what? Next day, the Russian Navy was out there trying to get that drone. <laughs> so again, okay, uh, but they were still saying, okay, no, 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 we answer. But again, say yes, they're caught. My money had a saying, you never apologize until you get caught doing something. You never apologize, really. Like I said, you get caught. Then say, oh, yeah, well, by the way, I'm sorry about that. And we all do it. I mean, we don't always intentionally a lot sometimes, but we do not. You know, my life, your life, big time, nobody is allowed to lie. And so right now, uh, uh, over, over in, in Ukraine, what's in the my law right now, they've been asking for, the president of Ukraine been asking for a jet of the fight with Russia. Well, finally, uh, Poland is, is supplying them some jets, okay? And that's why Poland. Well, Poland already knows if Ukraine falls, okay, that they are next. They're going, to be, they're going to be invaded. So they're all doing it to protect their country. So right now, uh, uh, Ukraine will have some jet planes, okay, where they can fight in the air now. And they can, they can, they can, they can take the fight more to, uh, to, uh, you know, to, the, to the Russians. And also, uh, uh, we will say this, okay, while we, while we own our presidents, uh, today, uh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, I'm looking at the map. And the Black Sea is right in the middle. It's in the midst of uh, Turkey, Romania, Bulgaria, mm -hmm. Ukraine, 
Belarus. Mm-hmm. It's right Belarus. in the middle. Uh, Georgia right. over there. Mm-hmm. Turkey, Syria, all yeah. in the realm is surrounded in the midst. The Black Sea is in the midst of all those uh, countries. Yes, sir. That's over there. Right, and that's why the Black Sea is not like a no, like Mississippi River, okay? Uh, it is a big body of water. But you know something, hey, Aaron, you know something, though? All yeah. those seas that's out there come mm-hmm. from the biggest sea that it is, is the Mediterranean Sea. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's the yes, biggest sir. Yeah. Uh, sea out there is the Mediterranean. And mm-hmm. all the, everything gets their water from the Mediterranean Sea, the Caspian Sea. All these different seas that's up in here, Russia, uh, China, all that water, all of it come from that uh, that uh, Mediterranean Sea. Mm-hmm. You know, while we're on water, okay, I'm gonna kind of switch over here. Uh, we have oceans, okay, and one of the things that California has met a lot of states out there in Nevada, you know, uh, you saw a lot of those states have been you know, having droughts for years and years and years and years. They've been wanting water, okay? Well, yeah. unfortunately, for them right now, I say unfortunately right now, they're getting too much. So be careful what you ask for, real. Uh, right now, okay, they, they, they came with a new name. Uh, 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 I can get the name right. Uh, uh, atmospheric stuff, they call this. Now, these, these rain thickness in, in, in California. They're going from, from north of California. Uh, from all the way up from Oregon down down the whole west coast, all the way down to LA and down to that area right now. They have floods, floods, rains, rains. Now, why is this important? Well, they have had droughts there in California for years. In fact, they had a song about years ago, it never rains in California, Mondays and stuff like that. Well, every Monday for the last couple of weeks, okay, they've been getting these torrential rains, and that's something I can think of, you know. And, uh, and then in the mountains, they become snow. And so now they're getting all this, all this rain and all this snow. And that's melting down the mountains now. They create all types of floods. Yeah. I do mean floods. Like we have had here in St. Louis here, we know what a flood is, okay? So we're going to, we had to face those people. So some people have been stuck in the mountains, you know, without, without, they got water, okay, without food. But people can't get to them. I had one of our members to be in the chamber. I was a truck driver a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he was up in Montana, okay, and uh, he was about to go up a mountain. They said, you got to put the chains on, brother, because you can't go up there, okay, without the chains, okay. So he took with his side. It's too okay. Get some praying, and he got a call from up the bus. and said, you come up now. Highway is clean. But this is some serious stuff, okay. But, it's, uh, but again, but again, okay, this is, this is, where we are in America and where we're in our country, you know what I mean? And, uh, and no matter where you are, okay, things like this are taking place. And also, uh, as we continue around the world and over usual, uh, the Prime Minister, uh, Ned Nahu, as he's trying to take control of the government for the last month almost, we have thousands, millions of millions of people been protesting against what he's doing. And in this case, his government is in the minority, okay? They're the one who elected him. And so now, uh, what they have done, they have painted the streets, okay, 
you know, leader Supreme Court, and people right now like their system, okay? And we're not going to, like, like our system we have in our country. We like having a judiciary. We like to have a you know, presidency and a, and a Congress. That works for us, okay? No matter how we may feel about it. And that's why I'm looking at that a couple of dollars President Trump for. You know what I'm saying? He, he's going to be indicted uh, on Tuesday. Well, could you imagine, you know, could you imagine now uh, going to jail, you know, which I hope he doesn't go. I mean, but I think he should go, but, you know, I'm hoping he don't because I can't see the, the security guard in prison there, you know, with secret service. You know, uh, I know some people have security in prison, okay, but have secret service, that's not a good, good thing to see. But uh, we don't see how they come out on Tuesday, okay? But right now, we're talking about uh, turmoil over right now in, in France. President Emmanuel Macron, uh, you know, we're talking about in our country about social security is so important, which it is. Us, okay, senior. We work all of our lives and put right into it. When well, France, okay, uh, and God is so good at showing us in advance and what would happen, okay, if we did so anything in our country. But right now, the Republicans are saying they want to give me the Social Security and change it around. Well, I would pay a whole for my money. You're going to give me a whole for your money. I said you a whole for your money. And so now, over in, uh, over in France, uh, Macron is trying to go around the parliament here, okay, because they're not in favor of it and use a small constitutional, you know, a, 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 a little sneaky way to get around it. And they want to raise their age from 62 to 64. For, you know, for the retirement age there. He was saying, no, 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 no. And guess what? They got protests in the street going on there, right? So that's yeah. coming all around the world, okay? And then in our country, we have you know, averted uh, sidestep and some of that in our country when this has up a week, okay? In the Silicon Valley Bank uh, out in California, it was a run on the bank. And also, we are fortunate, okay, that uh, the federal, uh, 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 our safeguards that we have in place. The Federal Reserve came in, the Treasury came in, and I made sure that the, that the banks closed the banks down. They sure everybody got their money out. And we also found out here again, Rep, that uh, you got people who were touching you the bank who were stealing money. Yep. Right before the bank right before the bank closed down, they all got bonuses. Now, why in the hell would you get a bonus, okay, when your bank is about, is about, about to close their doors and you're getting yourself a bonus? Come on, give me a break here. And so not only was that, 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 that was a Silicon Valley Bank, it, it, it took a lot of chance, a lot of companies, a lot of startups, you know, in the, uh, in the, uh, in the uh, uh, cryptocurrency business, some other sort of businesses, okay? And they took chance on, on, on companies, okay, that non-banks would not have worked with. So there was some blessing they were doing there, but in the meantime, they were taking the profits, okay, as well for the back of the bank, they were taking it for themselves. so Come on, when, the, when the banks take over uh, uh, other uh, accounts from somebody else, you know, like you, the, you, you in this account, you with Chase, and then Chase get bought out by some other uh, <laughs> predator and buy them out and put them in there. That's what messed up the money, and that's the crookedness and wickedness of this system. Well, real loud, you know, let me break it down, real. In 2008, uh, there was a bank. The bank was, a, was a, we, we went to almost to a uh, to a uh, you know, depression over there. Don't okay, the bank had a run on them. But now, in those days, the mortgages were the one that was 
uh, people that got mortgages, okay, they couldn't afford. You know, but they gave the money to them anyway. And so now, could you imagine having your bank, having your mortgage sold to different, you know who owns your mortgage nowadays? Y'all been sold to somebody else. And he's trying to accept them, them the next person. Put on, on, it, on them, oh, their fees, okay, to charge you more and more and more. Yeah. Is that fair? No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. But again, this is that's how this could have turned out, okay. But President Biden uh, stepped in. But what this does show here, Rhea, it shows two things here. We had a Dodd-Frank uh, Act that was passed years ago to make sure this didn't take place. One thing that President Trump did when he, when he was president, okay, uh, when they gave the, 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 um, the tax breaks to the rich, okay, they kind of weakened the Dodd-Frank Act, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, these banks would have been caught, and it would have been caught by now, but since they took the regulations out, okay, they got away. Now, that's on the banking end, okay? Now, we had all these trail derailments. Right, right now, we have had, we have had, you want me, you want me, well, you want me this, okay? We have had over uh, a thousand uh, derailments last year. You know, when trains went off the track, uh, uh, people, people got messed up on the keel in some kind of way. Well, right now, uh, 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 Norfolk Southern is in there, and, and what happened was the safety mechanism that the inspection was done, President Trump again deregulated the industry there somewhat and created some rules. And one of the rules they took away was okay, was manually checking the brakes on the trains. So now that is done by a computer. Guess what? The computer didn't work okay. Train brakes caught a fire. And and uh, and no, and they saw everything train crashes. And that's yep. why Congress is investigating right now to make sure that we and they say even right now the, 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 our 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 um, transportation department right now in our country is having you know having meetings right now to, to figure out how they can you know put these rules back in place. Yep. It, it ain't no secret what to do that put, put the rules back in place. That's you know, and the same thing. Standing with the bank, put it back in place, okay? And also yeah. that airline, you know, all these close calls, you know, all these, you know, little misses on the runways, you know, uh, planes bumping each other on the ground. Well, yeah. that's because, because the planes right now have less personnel, less experienced personnel. Yeah, all the spirits went away someplace that they all retire, okay? Like right, right now, the, in, the, in the whole country during the, the pandemic, had a change of the guard. A lot of yep. people had years and years of experience. They retired. Yes, sir. They just said, we can't take this no more. And they got out of there. Yep. And so cons- consequently, uh, these are the things we have to work at. So right now uh, in the airline, we have less experienced pilots. But the worst part about all real, we have less traffic controllers yep. than we ever yep. had before. Yep. You know yep. People, it's a, people didn't train nobody. On the job. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they did not. They did not prepare. They did not prepare. Because when I came from uh, EMS, I -hmm. trained a whole lot of people on how to get around this city and do a lot of things. And I I talked to them and and made it real clear to them that you need to know. You need to train, okay, in advance. Because... That was what's needed, okay? And, yeah. and and right now, our country is in a rush to do everything. And I will say this, okay? I guess it's against you, okay? But I want to say, uh, 
another thing that here around the country, here in St. Louis, it's, yes, it, it's no secret St. Louis is number one crime, well, number one in crime in, our, not in, in the whole country, okay? Ford Magazine, all those things that. Now, St. Louis is also the most expensive place to live in the city also. But also, uh, one of the things that here in St. Louis, you know, the, the, the Attorney General is trying to go over, over the Attorney General's office, in the assembly, the legislature has to go to the police department. Yeah. We're fighting some of this has happened all around the country, okay? Where the soldiers, you know, are trying to take over the strongest forms of the Democratic strongholds and take them away. So this is seasonal power all around the country. And, yep. and in most cases, okay, these systems are ran by black folks. So again, okay, I'm not saying that here in St. Louis, our constitution is the best in the world. She made some mistakes. It's not all her fault. It didn't happen by herself. And right now, we just talk about the conditions that, that are down there at, uh, in California. Please pray for those under the rains, in the fall, and also hate crimes, on all major cities. But here in St. Louis, murders and hijackers uh, continue to increase. And we're going to say, if you can't, please pray all. Uh, remember your prayers are blessed down. God, on that note, you listen to lots of little bit of comments on a beautiful Saturday in St. Louis and around the country. Hopefully, you are. And it was our for this God, and that's where we're getting right back with our fifth again.
Richardson, which I talked about on our live stream, also on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Again, I want to thank Scott and all our team of involved in this here. And also, we have a very special guest today. Uh, to me, this is a matter of fact, a, a, a part of that some years ago, okay, he has to step in, you know, and kind of help her out you know, the, the, the following guidance, okay? So every night, Miss Daniels and I, we, we, we trade uh, with the Texas every night. <laughs> going, over, going over years now, the prayers, no, no, definitely, no. Show each other, you know, but uh, her and her husband Curry, I am so proud of them, you know, so proud of them. And so, let me say this up, okay. I met Miss Daniel years ago. I got a telephone call from her back in 2017, Miss Daniel. All right, 2017, yeah, 2017, okay. And she asked me to find her some people here in Missouri, I think it was okay, that they could, uh, that they could nominate you know, for the Trailblazer Awards. And I gave her several people. I said, oh, so-and-so, 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 so-and-so. And she said, thank you so much. Appreciate you so much, okay? And then, uh, you know, then I'll go out later, okay? She asked me, okay? Let me know, okay, that she, I think she nominated me to be a trailblazer. You know, and I said, no, 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 you got it all wrong. <laughs> well, why'd you do that, Ms. Daniels? Thank you. You said welcome again? Yes, ma'am. I said, why did you nominate me for a Trailblazer Award? Well, you know, it's uh, it's kind of like the last year that we did the Trailblazer Awards together down at the Negro Baseball Museum, and Toyota mm -hmm. made a statement about you. They, he said how your energy was boundless. And what I found was, you know, I asked you for um, for people, and, you know, sometimes you're, you're – reaching out to people and people are trying to nominate themselves and they're trying to put themselves in position. But then you start reaching into Chicago and, and you was just so free and open to connect us with people around the mm -hmm. country and so excited about the things that other people were was doing. And that's what we look for in a trailblazer is people who, you know, they, they, they're the ones that's doing a lot of the work. You're the one that's doing a lot of the work, but you are not selfish with connecting us together so that we can do a greater work together. So that's exactly why you get. Um, well, no, I, 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 I was very grateful, okay. I'm in my wife's went to Indianapolis, and the event was so beautiful. You've been in Indianapolis, okay. Uh, Madam C.D. Walker to the end of the, 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 the Worldwide famous, or you know who, who she was. I wanted first black me there. Seems like in the whole country, okay. And and they kind of uh, got an artist there. She's on theater, and there's a beautiful facility that's been rehabbed over one of my times. And to me, sitting in the midst there, I just was so moved. Last Miss Daniels, uh, can you say just bring this to St. Louis? I, again, I didn't think she was say yes, but she said yes. Okay, and uh. The next year, uh, 2018, we were coming to St. Louis, okay, but I, I was blown away, okay. I mean, people, we had nominated, okay. <laughs> and so we moved into 2019 so we could come to all the nominations that we got, and it was beautiful, I can see that. It was beautiful beyond my wild imagination. And I want to thank you, Ms. Daniels, for you and Corey, for all the issues you brought here in Missouri. And this was during a time, okay, there was a travel ban in Missouri also. Missouri, we, we always behind the eight ball on stuff. But this time, we brought something good to the city of Missouri. And I'm going to thank you so much, okay? Now, 
That's not why we talk about today, okay? I met a little daughter, I met a, my other son here, and a husband, they have a beautiful, beautiful black family, and they do black. She does things for herself, okay, all around the world, okay? But one of the most beautiful things she ever did, okay, she gave birth to a beautiful young lady. Beautiful young lady. She's been on the program several times. And, and uh, right now, uh, I'll let you take it from everything. Tell us about why you're so happy this week. Well, um, Tanisha, it's Dr. Tanisha Adams. So going through. Yes, I was about to say doctor, 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 doctor. Dr. Tanisha doctor. Adams. So we're, we're very proud of her as a family because, you know, just going through the rigorous um, things that you have to go to go through in order to complete medical school, she has just found out that she will be um, a doing her residency in Dallas. Yes. And so, um, and I gave you some wrong numbers yesterday, so those numbers were way over. So she's graduating a class of 90, top 24. Um, wow. Yes. And name, she, name the school. Name, 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 name the college, brother. Please name the college. Mm-hmm. From Meharry Medical College in Nashville, Tennessee. Tell us about, tell about that school, Ms. Daniels. You said tell you about what's oh, that? About the college that she graduated from. Um, a little, a little bit of the history. A little bit of the history. Um, well, it's the HBCU. Uh, it was. Amen. Formed, <laughs> I'm sorry. I said, Amen. <laughs> Amen. It was HBCU. It was formed in a time when, um, you know, when black people were not allowed to attend medical uh, mm-hmm. institutions, and it turns out. Right up under a hundred doctors a year. Um, they they are uh, Tanisha. She her first school that she went to was Purdue, so she got her first degree at Purdue. Mm-hmm. And um, and so you know, and so going from having the experience of kind of being one of the only black people to be able to go into a college, a historically black college, where. Yes, where you're included with so many other students. I think, like, mm-hmm. I maybe can't give it as much justice as she could, you know, to really tell you about the school. Let mm-hmm. me, um, but, but definitely. Come on, you know, come on, come on, break it down. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a HBCU, Historically Black College, and it, um, it, uh, it, it has done wonders for, for our culture and for our family. Um, it is a lot. You know, we need doctors. We need doctors. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And so now, okay, it's located in Nashville, Tennessee. Absolutely, yep. It's located in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, you know, they led part of the fight against the coronavirus. They were one of the first uh, locations to do some of the testing. So they're kind of, they're pretty cutting edge as far as, um, you know, when, and uh, what is it called? Pandemics and different things. I know one of her degrees was about pandemic responses, and so um, wow. So I, I know that the the president has been um, recognized for doing some for you know pulling some students together and doing some cutting edge research. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else we can see about it. I know that they are they're renowned in their research for H, HIV and AIDS science. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, 
Uh, so they, they, they concentrate in the, you know, the human immune system. And I know Tanisha, she has a passion as far as uh, connecting the mental to the, uh, to the body. So I know she, what she's yeah. a ghost paper with Purdue for a living generation. So understanding how the body is cleansed through the liver and then mm. understanding how the mind connects to that. So we have to have her on one day, Mr. Ira, to kind of... Oh, no, she will. She will. Yeah. She'll be back. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We're going to let her tell the whole... Yeah. Fact, she's, been on here. she's been on the show a couple of times before, you know what I mean? And he's saying she's bringing uh, more passion, okay? Because one time she had, had a, one of her... One of our classmates come on and talk, okay, was from New York. So every time she gets on the show, okay, she takes us a, a new level, okay. She's about our young people. You know how so our young people are doing great, great, great things. Absolutely. I mean, as a matter of fact, at the pandemic right now, as we start looking at the review here, at the pandemic now, but Mahara, they was one of the causes, okay, that helped make us pandemics safe as we are now. Yeah. From the, re- from the research they did for the black community, okay, because black community was hard. We were very hard hit when we talked the pandemic, especially like myself, okay. Um, yeah. We were hard hit, hard hit, okay. And and uh, and and no one, you know, had any answers, so they had to go to a black college and get some tests done on, on, on black people to understand how the black body was accepting it or rejecting it. And, uh, yeah. and your daughter, we have to say, your daughter research, okay, was probably part of it. And that we know was, was a factor in where we are today. Absolutely. And I, I know one thing that Mahari has added since she's been there is um, they've added a, a historical document artifact collection. And wow. the, they have an exhibit there that um, shows like oversized images and things that goes through their history. So I haven't wow. had a chance to visit that yet, but uh, I've heard great things about it. You know, so they're going through from the beginning to, mm-hmm. um, you know, to a lot of the things. Sometimes when people leave the school, you don't get to hear about the contributions that they're making. So they're able to connect those contributions back to the school you know, from, from the things that they were able to do together as classmates together and then the difference that they were making, that doctors are making as they go into various fields. So that's a great thing, if, you know, to visit at my house. Well, 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 one thing, Ms. Daniels, uh, this week, okay, you sent me a video that uh, enlightened me. Uh, I was came to tears. I was so happy to see so many young, 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 young black people, okay, who did something with their lives. You know, other than going out, getting cars, even going to jail, that people, you know, on, on the corners, okay, that have taken their lives and made a difference in so, so many places around the country. So, Ms. Daniels, tell us about the video that you sent to me this week. Just a little bit about their people, okay? You said a little bit about what's that, the event? That the video, the, the, yeah, the event that they just sitting there and copy Okay, so um, actually that was a live event, so that is the... I know. Uh, so that's the portion of medical school where they match. So on, on yesterday, Meharry Medical Students um, 
found out what hospital they will be serving at for the next three years. Yes. So, um, so this is the first time it, it, it was, it is a great video that you, you know, people can still see. I don't know if we can share that on your page where people can still go and see. Um, I do. I guess Scott, Scott may be able to arrange that. I'm not sure Scott got a copy. We can see if we can share okay. that. Yep. And so the um, uh, the doctors got a chance to thank their families and um, thank people <laughs> that helped them along the way. And so absolutely, there were 90 students. And so we got to hear from um, each each student. Um, yes. You know. And so, yes, it was a beautiful video and a, a, be a beautiful uh, tribute to the school. And to you know what is happening there with all of the young people and the and the tribes that they are building together to help support each yeah. other. And also the beauty of that whole thing, okay, that to make it a visual, okay, they had a map, okay, <laughs> that uh, at least students, okay, would appear where they were going. That was about yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, the, I thought that was a really cool thing too. Uh, so once they came up to tell us about, you know, what they, um, what school they were going to, and mm -hmm. uh, and you know, because what it is is Tanisha, she interviewed with 22 uh, different hospitals in the process mm -hmm. of trying to figure out what, where she's going to go, and mm -hmm. so even I was, I had hoped that she might come to Indianapolis, but. Indianapolis was fourth on her list, and so the process when when they're becoming doctors, they rank the places that they want to go, and you know they they want they teach them. You know, Tanisha's talked to me about you know they want them to not to kind of stay humble as far as with social media because some some people who taking all of these rigorous steps they don't match on that day, and so then mm -hmm. they're scrambling to look for a job, and so when you match. She found out on Monday that she would match, and then on Friday she finds out where she would match. And so on her list, wow, right? wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and you know, these are things that she says when she first started medical school. She had no idea, like all of the different things that you had to do. So, uh, you know, and all of the, you know, you just think you go to college, you know, and you're going to be there for another two, three years, and then you come out and you don't realize how rigorous it is but she she interviewed with 22 locations and you know that's taxing okay mm -hmm. and she knew that she could land at any 22 of those locations but she was hoping mm -hmm. to land at one of her top three and so wow. she actually landed at her number one so the one that she chose for number one chose her to be their number one and <laughs> yeah and what wow. uh, what the presenters that Meharry told us is that that was an exceptional class that a lot of them, and as we heard, I didn't hear anyone that did not from Meharry get their number one choice. And, you know, and I, I have to believe that that is part of them kind of taking the lead during the pandemic because this is the class yeah. that got the opportunity. They even had drive-by um, testing centers before most people we were still in the house and they were starting to create those testing centers that people could drive by and and uh, yeah they had they had, they had those here yeah mm -hmm. so yep so so then what she found out is she came up to the podium when they come up to the podium to announce <laughs> where they were going 
they took a pen and just went over on the map. So that at the end of the day, you can see all of the 90 students and their pens were all over the United States. Yes. And where did she go to? Where did she go to? Where where is she going to? She's going to... um, Dallas, I think you give her number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see in Dallas, Texas. So. Yep, she's going to get. And, uh, and, and which was her number one choice? That that was her number one choice. She wanted to be in Dallas. Wow. That was. And, uh, uh-huh. You know, we have a lot of we have a lot of friends in Dallas. By the way, matter of fact, um, through uh, working with Betsy, you know who Betsy is, you know, Betsy, you know, a huge. Uh, we as we did our, uh, our program, and, and, and with, with, with our travel, like we did the Trailblazer Awards. Okay, we did, we did a program with Toyota, which Danny just mentioned, and uh, a program was created by a young lady by the name of Mr. Hughes, the young lady in Southampton, who celebrating 20 years this year, a company, and uh, and so 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 uh, and Miss Betsy and Miss Daniels all came together, the more strong black women. Okay. Strong black women, and so uh, Toyota was took what we had did in Kansas City, and we did it in Dallas. Okay, so I can say we did some in Dallas, we did some in Philadelphia, Indianapolis, and then where you were a part of that in Indianapolis. And and this program that we did, okay, and again Toyota in nomination for an international award. Thanks for wow! Wow! Became in number four, you know, they have, uh, like, you know, the Indies and stuff like that, for the uh, advertising agency. Uh, yeah. They have, like, you know, some awards, okay? And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh, you for the program, you know, that, that we did, you know, in, in Indianapolis. We started here in Kansas City. Uh, something that we, that we have created, okay? And one of, an international, not a national, where it was nominated, I became in number four, okay? And, you know, and this is in the automotive sector, you know, they had different sectors, okay, and Toyota was in Um, it's kind of, um, it's 
just humbling to see my wife do what she do, and I just appreciate her, and I just try to support, do what I can to help her out. Amen. Well, you, well, you do a great job. He, he was for, for, for y'all daughter, okay? Yeah, okay. What field of medicine is she going into? What is her specialty? 
Uh, she's psychiatry. Psychiatrist. She's a psychiatrist. So, um, okay. that's, um, and I, uh, so yeah, so she's a psychiatrist. So, yeah, so no. he, he was saying that he didn't believe how the, um, you know, how she was connecting things. And, and pretty much he said that when she came to his office, she skillfully, uh, you know, showed him that she had <laughs> of what she had written in those papers. And wow. her paper is now a go-to for a liberal generation in the world. Wow. Of Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, you know, you know, this morning again, I got to share this with you, okay? I was getting up, okay? And I just was kind of reflecting, you know, on my life, okay? And how, you know, uh, how blessed I've been with my kids, my great grandkids, my great grandson, my grandson, but he was on the 16th, okay? And my great, my great, great grandson, but he was on yesterday. And I was reflecting, okay, about, I don't know what, what my grandkids, Great grandkids are gonna do okay, what they're gonna be. But I feel right now I got a doctor in my family, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, because you know, your daughter, okay, I feel that she's kinda of, you know, I I talk to her, you know, and she takes my brain like you know, like like, like like that's what she does. You know, she'll pick your brain and she listens. And she and she tells me some of those stuff. You know, and uh, and, and she and she retains it. You know, and I will say, Ms. Daniels, and you don't want to take, you have to take credit for it, you know, so you and Corey, okay, that, uh, that she's one of you guys are doing okay in the community, you know what I'm saying? How you guys are giving back, how you missing people up, okay, beyond where you are. And so that's all, that's all, all that's taking place, Daniels and Corey, Mr. and Mrs. Daniels, what is taking place here, that, uh, that she saw her parents, okay, not be selfish with people. That you know, not being separate with your family members, okay, not being separate with the community, okay, giving giving you all some care. And this is all this is an extension, okay, of what you guys have been doing all in your lives. And now you're doing the switch in your neighbor. Yeah, Miss Rock, Miss Ira had to uh, say something, Miss Ira. I wasn't always. What is? That was okay. I was all, I, I, you know, I grew up by myself. I'm the only child, so you know, I was a little selfish. But my wife okay. came along, yeah, she, she taught me all this stuff. So I'm learning. She do she do like to give back. She like to feed the she like to feed the homeless or just feed the neighborhood. I so that's how I got involved with all this now. But and now I enjoy it. But at the beginning I was like, I, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> um women, you all are gonna call a man's man, okay, that can admit, okay. That, uh, that, you know, that his life, matter of fact, I can say in my case, you know, uh, my wife changed my life. And I mean, yeah. also, okay, you know, uh, tremendously, she showed me things like, you know, that I, I thought I knew, okay, but she showed me, you know, how to how to be a better person. Yeah. You know, and I think, I think that's what we all look for, Rev. You got all of us to come in, all men here, that uh, we, when we get a mate, okay, like the Bible said, we got a mate, a mate, you know, you know a helper. Yeah, you know, and you I know what it is. That's a help me. She helped oh, you to meet your needs in hers. That's okay. right. Back. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so, uh, so, so now I know Miss Daniels for a fact, okay. And, and you know also that he's had this spade, okay. So how how he supports you financially, man, where you need, okay. He's there for you. 
right now. I'm not thinking about other things. Okay, but what's it about what your wife Okay, but our, our country, society as a whole, 
we all got issues, okay, and, and the pandemic didn't exactly help nobody. Yep, the way it made us stronger. No, no, we made us through it like that, okay. And, and, and it was an experience that over once a hundred year experience, okay, that we, that we participated in, and we figured out that, that those of us that made it okay, we can get in God, okay. And that, that's why I said what, what Scott's wife is doing and what your daughter is doing, okay, is reaching out to those people, okay, that were, that were affected, okay, for all the turmoil that's going on in our country. Absolutely. Yeah. I also have another niece that's graduating as well. She's got a major and a minor. She'd be graduating with her first degree on May 5th. And so I did okay. see one of my cousins today saying, hey, they, they stepping it up to all the young people. But uh, yeah. let me let me read what her um, degree is. Please, go, go ahead. That she is. Let me see. Oh, my goodness. Take your time. We want to, you know, we want to hear this. Okay, and it is Brittany Nicole Adams, class of 2023. She's graduating from Austin P. State University in Clarksville, Tennessee. She has a bachelor's of science with a concentration of health management with a minor in leadership science. So this is her first degree. And she's yeah. continuing to march her way to um, to to achieve her um, push her goals and things that she wants to do. So she's starting off in science as well. So okay, See, right now, right now. So one of the things you're about to tell people: the key is watch what we are doing, and also watch what the peers are doing. Also, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You don't know something saying. I gotta. Tell the story here. Normally on this Wednesday, Monsieur, that we would have Cheyenne over, okay? This is, this is, you wouldn't normally hear a voice, okay? A voice. Talking about what the young people are doing, okay? So your daughter right now is talking about what she was doing, okay? But today Cheyenne is on the Sabbath, okay? And we were trying to uh, get together a program that the Navajo tribe is having a, uh, an event, okay? Uh, this week, this week, okay? About about the slaves and Indians how they work together, okay, to get us our freedom. And she's meeting with one of the chiefs this weekend, okay. So, and they're in North Kansas. And so we were trying to arrange an interview, okay, with the chief, okay, of the, of the nation, okay, to be our guest on our program. By Shane was gonna go over there, okay, but they changed the program schedule around because you know, they, they changed it around the scheduling, okay. And so she couldn't be here. So, so when my first thought, oh my God, so I called Madam Mayor uh, Honorable uh, Ellis Jones, okay? And so she was going to say, okay, okay. Then all of a sudden, uh, she had to change, okay? Because she'd been campaigning all week for real election, time, you know, but she got an event complex with the future member, which moved in as a lot of people every week. And then just had to do police in Ferguson. And so all of that, she been talking a lot. So I passed got sick. But tomorrow, she got to do the sermon tomorrow, okay? And so I was even call Ms. Daniels right away, okay? She said, I got your back, baby. That's right. Strong black yeah, woman, you're seven to the plate. on the Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying, but I don't think we can have a better testimony of, uh, on, on a program today that uh, we actually are given uh, 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 the respect, you know, and hope to support 
for a young lady that's going to change the world. Yeah, you know, I'm prophesizing that right now. Uh, right now, in the field of medicine that she's going, and, and especially now in the hospital in Dallas that she's going to, okay, you know, uh, they're going to leave her in the, in the field, that she, and it was a free choice. And that was yeah. the, best, the best thing about this, okay? How many times in life you get your free choice? Mm, I don't, you know, not many. <laughs> right, okay, you know, like, you know, but right now, this, this is her free choice, okay? And God heard her prayer. Yes, he sir. Saw, he, he saw a need okay for her to be there. Oh, yeah. You know, and, uh, and so and seeing that need, you know, and you know, and without any hesitation, okay, he said, uh, like, like he said, she said, send me. Exactly. You know, and, 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 you know, and that's one of the places that, you know, because uh, they're coming out of school someplace, you kind of hit it, okay, they want to get right on the, on the battle front. You understand? Know <laughs> You don't, yeah. want, you don't want to get you don't want to get in in, 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 in in the middle of the fight. You know what I'm saying? You know you know you don't really just jump out there and say, okay, I, hey, here I am right now. Uh, uh, you know I'm ready to you know, step to the front here, take the lead. You know and and uh, and, and, that's, and that's what she's doing, and and that she and she and she's you know, carrying the banner, okay, for all the people right now that don't come from that college, okay, gonna ask, where did you come from? You know, and, and, and doctor, they always say, we also ask where you come from in St. Louis. I know it's around the, around the country, okay? But they were asking, what college did you come from? Oh, I came from a college over there in, uh, in Tennessee that's been able to, okay, they help a whole lot of black doctors and a whole lot of black families, okay, over the years. Since you know, 1876, Ms. Ira. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And they did no, and, and, and for getting black doctors, okay, was a rarity. I know when I was born, you know, back in 1949, that's like a century ago, six years ago, I, I, had, I had to be born in my grandmother's house because the hospital was about a midwife who was my auntie who was training, okay, to be a midwife. You know, then black yeah. people figured out a way, okay, that the hospital, you know, with, you know, with that black people, oh, oh, hey, oh, no, that, oh, no, in Mississippi, too, in Mississippi, oh, no. Okay. Uh, that, 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 that wouldn't happen, but God saw a way. So right now, we now young black, black women can go to hospitals now, you know, and have deliveries. And yeah. I know, okay, that I've been there with all three of my daughters, okay, when, when they were born in the in the hospital, in some of the hospitals here in St. Louis, okay. Mm-hmm. So I know that you know, there's a change coming. That, that change is here. And, yeah. and what your daughter's doing right now is that psychological treatment, Daniel. We all. All of our families, okay, have been hit. Like a lot of you got something right now in our lives. Yeah. And we look at happy, happy that happy, somebody. Happy to even talk about it, you know. Just keep Thank right you. That's how it's. Well, Miss Daniel, that's just that's that's just showing how the times. You know, one thing the Reverend Scott talking about all the time on the program here, that the world, you know, how how much how much uh, I'm with us early on in the program. But I didn't have all the things I was going to talk about today, okay? <laughs> when I started discussing them, okay, they became a man over, okay? And I didn't get a chance to talk about, you know, right now, you know, right now the turmoil in our justice system without banks right now. They're, 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 they're having issues, okay? You know, you know and, and that's affecting everybody right now. 
you know, and, you know, and how, how interest rates, how all, all those things kind of play into that in our everyday lives. But the one yes. thing is that it's giving us all stress. Yeah. And, and that's when your daughter, then when your daughter comes in, okay? So I got this. So it's like she saw a need, okay, for like a better description, and she and she said, I can feel this need. Yeah. No, no God sent me. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But, but again, okay, I can't begin to tell you uh, how excited I am to know you and have been with you all these years and all along the way. Matter of fact, we would, we would be remiss right now if we didn't tell people, what are you doing right now in your business? What are you doing at work every day? Oh, well, you know, I'm working in um, the township that my daughter graduated high school from. So I have about come on, come 30 nieces <laughs> and nephews in, um, in Indianapolis. So as you said, like our families, we've gone through so much. And, you know, even my siblings, we, uh, they've gone through so much. And they are out here now with, you know, about 30 kids combined and our, our father is not here, their mother is not present in their lives, and so I'm like the eldest from everyone. <laughs> one of my sisters was having a, a, some trouble with her sons in school, and so um, I was going up to the school every day. I said, let me go ahead and see if I can step inside this system and see what's going on. And so, uh, <laughs> so I came in to the school system working with uh, the IEP kids. You know, that's a label that they kind of get uh, put on the kids that are kind of um, struggling. But what's the IEP? What does the IEP mean? What does the IEP mean? You know what? Now, because I don't work in that anymore, I don't have that at the tip of my tongue, but it's, it's, a, it, it, it's a term that is used to classify um, kids okay. that are underperforming in school. Okay, okay. There a very short time, and um, so I moved from there probably within about four months to the position that I'm in now, and the position that I'm in now is um, I'm called a host instructor, and what I do is I bring mentors into the school to read with the oh, children. Wow. So, wow. We, um, so we take the children now that are kind of on the bubble, so you have the IEP kids that get help. If they're, you know, they kind of get a little assistance, and then you got the mm-hmm. kids who are excelling that get attention, and then you have the kids mm-hmm. on the bubble that get lost sometimes. So that's the population mm-hmm. that I serve now. And um, in my school, I, I, I only get to serve 24 kids out of 700 kids, but we are looking to kind of expand that program outside of the I'm school. I'm quite sure. Right, yeah. But, um, but that is that is what we that's what I'm doing now every day is bringing mentors in and matching mentors up with kids and and getting those reading levels up and um, trying to create some excitement for to you know for being in school and for education. So, even you know one thing is Daniels. I know uh, not long ago. I guess I guess last year now. I think was that uh, you sent me a copy of a program that one that, that they did about you that. Can you tell us about that also? Yeah, so that's, um, it's an interview, and you could, you could catch it. It's still up. I know it's up on my Facebook page. It was an interview from my, um, from the school superintendent. His name is yes. Dr. Hutt. 
And Dr. Butts is a very passionate person when it comes to, um, he, he talks openly about, um, you know, uh, issues that our children face um, when we are insensitive to cultural uh, issues. And so he knows that my daughter, she graduated from his school system. She actually graduated and then he came the next year. So he's been there for 10 years, but he didn't get a chance to work with her. Um, but, you know, knowing that she, he came out of uh, one of his high schools, he, and, then, and then I think the other thing, because he said it even in the interview, uh, he's a numbers person. And so what he was saying is he kind of was watching the numbers in our school, the numbers, um, our, our kids' reading levels were going up. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to kind of come in and, and, uh, and interview to kind of talk about my daughter coming through the school system and, and things like that. So, um, so yeah, we had a, a pretty good conversation um, about, you know, about uh, my beliefs as far as being a parent and, you know, how we help the children to the best of our abilities because we, we never know, you know, all of them aren't going to listen to everything that you say, but you at least mm -hmm. want to cast the vision to the kids. You want to give them something that they can try to, um, you know, to reach toward. And so you want to talk about things along those lines. About the Because mm -hmm. one of the things that he found in his school system is that, you know, the schools are huge here in Indianapolis, but he was saying... You know, how does a, um, a child not get lost in these big schools? And so a lot of times parents think, oh, well, we're just going to drop the kids off and we think that the school is going to take care of it. But really, you're going to have to be anchored in that school with your kid. You're going to have to know what's going on. You have to communicate with those kids when you're coming home. And sometimes you got to go up to that school and let people know, uh, no matter no sir. Okay? And so, um, so we just kind of talked about some of those things. Um, how how to help the kids not get lost in big schools? Now, you, 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 you know, Daniel, one of the things here, okay, I'm happy to say I have uh, one, one of my mentors and one of my great, great personal friends, okay, he also gets a check that night, like you do, uh, the, the, the CEO of the National Action Conference, Dr. Bo just joined us uh, today on the program. Good afternoon, Chuck. Good afternoon. Hey, Joe. Hey, Josh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We made it. We're here once again, another week, with another, another hot week. topic. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Uh, Ms. Daniels, okay, uh, you, you heard the name before. Our privilege was, she's just talking about, uh, what today's program is about her daughter graduating. Tell them about your daughter, Ms. Daniels. Now she's in front of the school she graduated from. And the honor that she's bringing to the black community. Yes, yeah, so she graduated at, uh, from Meharry Medical College, where she actually be graduating May 20th, but she um, had her match day yesterday, and she'll be going to UT um, in Dallas, Texas, and she her major is psychiatry, and so we just kind of talking through um, just kind of the journey of how rigorous it has been, and... Um, and, you know, she's stuck in there, and along the way, she, she's done some things uh, from Purdue and various places that are uh, noteworthy. 
that the schools have taken note of. And so we're very proud of her today. So we just wanted to come on and just kind of say congratulations. Ms. Ira invited us on to say congratulations to her. And and so that's kind of um, where we are. What what, uh, what high school did, you, did she go to? She went to Ben Davis High School in, that, in Indianapolis. Yeah, I graduated from Short Ridge. I'm from Indianapolis. Okay. I know, I know uh, some of my relatives went to Ben Davis. Ben Davis is a huge school. It's, oh, it's, it's huge. Pretty, yeah, it's yeah. huge. And, uh, uh, and, you know, it's a tribute to you and your family and your, your extended family that support the challenges to get through the rigors to reach that point, you know, to, uh, to, to come through. It's a lost science, a lost art, because very few... Well, we don't know. We don't even know how many or when and where and how uh, a black child aspires to go on to uh, professional school like law or medicine or any of the other stuff out here. There's so many things now to try to lead you to, to down a different path. And then when yeah. she gets there, when she gets there and becomes a doctor, she gotta she gotta know how to do for herself because. They done, they done made it so it's hard to make money for your doctor. used to be, you know, you could live very well. But there's uh, so many different things going on. But nonetheless, uh, congratulations. We continue to salute, and I hope that we're able to uh, lend support uh, in any way possible. But now, when you are a great doctor, people pay it in Christ to get their life saved. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, Absolutely. And, and even though you're talking about, I think you, did, you said psychiatry? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know that's the that's the that's the the, the X factor. There's yeah. a, we, we know we need it, but it's <laughs> it's kind of questionable as to when do we get it. <laughs> Amen. Absolutely. So I think oh Dallas God. is a great place where she um she she's able to the the demographics there that was kind of her what she wanted to why she wanted to go to Dallas. When she went to visit Dallas and being able to see some of the issues that she would be able to tackle. And psychiatry is probably the last as far as like um, where they have not butchered everything inside of medicine. It, it is the one that is kind of on the rise at this point. So, They're trying to figure it out now. They have, they okay. have, they have figured out what else. They're trying to figure it out. But you know, her daughter, her, her brother is hoping to be a surgeon and I had to remind her the other day that when we were you know when we were all a little younger one of the things that we kind of talked about as a family as building our family business of everything underground and being able to go around and to do the different conferences in different areas and doing the award show and just kind of helping to go and build up different communities in different cities and even different countries we talked about bringing the medical factor to everything underground so that we could offer breast exams and, you know, we could offer particular this to our people. So what I tell her is not to focus on that. God is going to work all of that out. So she doesn't have to focus on that, but if she remembers that the long, the long part of what it is that we can do collectively together as everyone is getting their pieces and bringing it to a place where we can all benefit the same people that we're trying to benefit in an organized way, then it's going to work out. Amen. 
Because more than anything, we need the leadership. And that's what I see in her and in, in even her being honored as a top 24. We need a leadership of from someone who can organize doctors, organize the different things. So, you know, so we, we have, she has other aspirations and that was something that we kind of talked about on that podcast as well, is that she, she doesn't, she doesn't, and she particularly said that to me before I went and did that interview. She was like, I don't want to just be a typical run in the mill because you, you, everything is averages, but then you have the above average and she just has a mind to, to do her very best and to affect things on a, on an excellent level. And so we don't have to look at the averages when you're working, when you're trying to focus in excellence. But you, you know, let me say this, okay, about Chuck, okay. Uh, I also come from the Indianapolis school also, system also, okay, that uh, he won't say this, okay, but he's also a visionary. And what he does and has done, okay, last year, uh, as we was kind of uh, reorganizing, Chuck had the wherewithal to reach out to the International Business League. Okay, there was something about another doctor. Tell us about that, Chuck. Uh, I think what you really tried to say is we're thinking outside the box. Dr. Ken Harris, uh, who's a uh, PhD uh, uh, in economics. But what we're, what we're doing is we're... We just we did I think almost what you were describing how your daughter just didn't want to be a run of the mill or another one of and another in that category. So we decided we were going back to the basics, the fundamentals. It's almost like if there were business practices and philosophies and things, you know, how they have artisan bakeries and they're doing it the old-fashioned way and they're trying not to use a lot of. Uh, impurities and all these ingredients and chemicals and all that kind of stuff. We're going back to the basics of supporting our culture, supporting our community just within itself. And so what are we, we're lacking health care. And we certainly, in this case, you know, <laughs> you remember when there used to be the uh, psychic hotline Yes. You know, for an 800 number you could call and dial up. Yeah. You, know, you know, they might be talking about they saw your uh, great-grandmother and she got a word for you. We don't know if that was real or what, but people think. Oh, yes. You know, and when you're uh, can be accessible to the masses to just whether they are actually talking to somebody but expressing care. So if she did nothing more than start a organization or a business where it could be teleoperators, and when they have a certain person call in, you know, like the suicide hotline. In this case, you know, this, this is the brothers and sisters hotline. This is the black folk with all the issues and things that we got going on. And, uh, you know, and, and, and somebody to talk to. That, that's just what I'm saying. That's the key part that's missing. And when you get that, you can recommend and give them some solutions. Uh, so anyway, we, we, we come from a family and an environment of educators and people that are compassionate for their fellow man. And one of the things we hear uh, most often is that a lot of the students that are getting lost don't have anybody that express interest in them or to, to be concerned or care about them. And once they get that, it starts to begin a, a self-respect or a self-awareness. 
uh, disposition that, you know, a lot of these kids walk around out here thinking they're not going to be living long anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that 100%. Absolutely. You know, they're thinking that, you know, that <laughs> damn if I do today or tomorrow, it's coming anyway. So if they back me in a corner, I'm pulling the trigger because I sure got it's what I got it for. It's like what the words say, where there's no vision, they cast off the strength. I mean, what's the point? There's no vision. They don't have any idea as to where they can go. You know, I have um, some people in, in my family where we're kind of, you know, we're struggling with, you know, well, if they're going to be a doctor, it's fine, but we don't want to really talk about work. And so we, you know, so I'm kind of trying to have this conversation with our people where it's like, no, work is, is it, work is a good thing. You, you got to work. Work is a good thing. Work is a good thing. But, but some of our young people, they don't understand that. So even as I'm talking to an eight-year-old and a nine-year-old that has continuously heard, you know, their elders saying like, they are not to work in certain types of situations. And so I start to tell them, like, you could be a lawyer, you could be this, you could be that. I'm pointing them, I'm pointing one of them particularly that I'm speaking about to being a lawyer. And, like, we're showing him videos of what a lawyer is and all this and that. And so then, so so that is the key, is when you have, the, when you have people around who don't have a vision, then they're not going to have a vision. At first he was saying, no, that's work. But now he's starting to look and starting to understand what a lawyer is. And so then I can take that back and say, now you have to work at McDonald's or you have to work somewhere else as a younger person so that you can develop these disciplines that are needed later on. And so that's what I think more than anything. It's like so many of our people are, are transitioning out of foster care systems. Like, that is a situation with a lot of people that I'm around that, you know, they, they kind of are transitioning out of foster care. So there is no one there to point them to anything. And now they have children. And so we have, we have to help. We have to cast the vision for them. And we have to help them understand how to help their kids that are coming behind. You know, and one of the things, you know, okay, for Missouri, you know, our focus, you know, is, you know, uh, here in Missouri, we're different than most of that. We're already different, okay, from what, what goes on. Well, we got, I don't know, the bad news, but uh, with your comment, our goal is trying to uh, work with the young people, okay, and raise them up, okay, they're going to know there is opportunities for them. And we're creating uh, jobs and opportunities for them, okay, you have to understand that they can and they will. And they also, and, and doing what the national is doing, like Chuck, and then you hit the point, okay, but the international business league was all about who Chuck, who sort of that? International business league. Booker C. Washington. Okay, now what was he? He was an educator. He was a scholar. He was a uh, researcher, thinker, activist. He, Go on, and all those things. He was, he, was a, he was a leader, but he brought people together. And he was not settling for waiting on somebody else to do it or to say it was okay or to tell you you could leave the plantation now you know <laughs> right. they, 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 you may have been able to uh, get the shackles off they were doing everything they could to put some uh, 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 theoretical shackles on you some, some shackles in the environment yeah and that's what's happening now where 
we're taking a lot of the uh, core elements of education out of the school classroom. Yes. You know? It's crazy because what I see in the school that I'm in, we, they don't even understand what multiplication, that word does not exist anymore in the elementary. They are doing groups. So it's, it's eight groups of six, which I know that that's eight times six, but they're counting that out. So, of course, you're not going to continue doing, you know, you, you can't do 312 times 17 because what are you going to do, 312 groups of 17? No. You know, and so the whole language is uh, it, it's definitely uh, something that our people need to be aware or people in general, especially poor people, because what someone said to me is that it's like the politicians are creating a class of those who are going to be in charge and those who are not. So then those who are not are getting this education that is, you know, it's so far to even what we were, you know, even to what I was getting in, you know, in the 80s and 90s. So, um, so but, but I do believe, because I, I tell my siblings all the time, if you're teaching your kids uh, multiplication tables, like every week, you know, we, we work with two of my niece, a niece and a nephew, and every week I'll test them on their multiplication table. So when they see the group up, it's instant for them. But you have to put that, you have to know the language. I even saw a pastor recently saying, I can't help these kids with this math. Well, you just have to know the language, how it's switched, so that you can help them because otherwise they're they're falling behind and you just don't realize it yet. So one thing that National Achievement Commerce, okay, is doing more than ever before, okay. You you are uh, on your on, on your legacy that you're creating, okay. You created, you know, uh, uh, you know, opportunities, you know, internationally to do things. Most recently, okay, what you did for the president of Special Life Columbia, okay, she did invite some other black black women, okay, to Columbia recently, okay, to highlight what they were doing, okay, and she did it as a vice president of a country, okay, and she's highlighting things black women in, in, in our country, okay, they can't recognition here. You know what I mean? And so, and so that's all because of what you and Harry did and she did and sister did. And they all came from Indianapolis, okay? So, so Indianapolis Division, okay, is constantly being expanded, okay, from, from the hardships that you have with you in Indianapolis, okay? And you can say that there is light at the end of the tunnel. That's what the National Chamber of Commerce is doing right now, right there. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You know, and I think exactly what we're trying to do. But you know, the, 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 the main thing that we're convening dialogue. We're bringing conversation together as we see as we see the problems you know it's one set of minds types of people that just want to tell you the problems and you know it's kind of like i'm going to tell you what your eyes just saw but what you're going to hear me say is going to tell you change what you're supposed to believe what your eyes saw they try to change reality on us uh, this past week, though, I had a opportunity to speak on a panel at the National Pathways Summit, and this is relates to pathways to careers, and it is a lot uh, to do with education, and there are a lot of universities there, and there were employers, but there are people there that were diversity, equity, inclusion, and workforce diversity, and supplier diversity type people 
that were there mm-hmm. trying to share notes and think and figure out what 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 can we do and the and you know i knew it going in but i was kind of glad that these people <laughs> were to admit it they don't know what to do <clears throat> Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 you and there is no, there is no algorithm. There is no computer that can program and give you the solution. You gotta stop and talk to people. You gotta stop and talk to these kids that are saying, "I don't even want a job." You know, I'll do something from home, or I'll do this, or I'll do that, or I'll go learn this other skill. But I'm not trying to go work for them people. And that's where right. that's that's exactly where. They are trying to figure out what do we do, and so what happens is they start losing money, mm-hmm. and that's when that's where everybody's job and everything's real interesting. It's a different day, a different, uh, a different, a different uh, God or judge or something that we're marching to. We're, we're coming back. It's coming back to basics. So we're we're leading that in that we're not telling other people what to do, but we're going to sit up here and say. You know, so what did y'all do? What's the National Black Chamber of Commerce doing? What's our partners doing? What are we telling these educators? What are we telling the uh, municipal leadership, our civil society, the employers? We're telling everybody, wait a minute, just time out for a minute and let's go back to basics. Let's keep it simple. Amen. Let's talk keep to the simple. people. Let's, yeah. Say it, you don't have to. Yeah. Just, <laughs> we're going to keep it simple. And. We're not that's waiting on the government or anybody else. To right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. You know what? See, that's where we're going to grab. That's where we're going to come right back. We're going to show them the roadmap. Mm-hmm. It's right and there. I, I, well, I would like to say, Chuck, simplicity is the key to life. Mm-hmm. As long as you keep it simple, okay, everybody has no problem with that. No, I just I mean, simplicity. Keep it simple. Communicate. Mm-hmm. Communicate. Yeah. You don't communicate, you know, like, like you can go back to God and, you know, and, 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 and uh, go to eat, okay? He was communicating with Adam before he spoke out, okay? Hey, where you at, dude? Where you at, brother? Okay? We got so sent He said, okay, well, where you at, brother? Where you at, sister? How can, can we talk together? If you can't communicate, you can't do nothing. Mm. I mean, oh, you can't oh, believe So, uh, I, I, I'm willing to say... All the uh, professionals, whether they be in medicine or it doesn't matter what the speciality is, we'll work with all of them and we'll be happy to facilitate. You know, I believe that there are probably going to be, well, that we'll get to it. There are not only people that would invest, but there's probably a lot of government funds and other things that are needed. So, like, they're spending money for the Native Americans on that uh, mental health issue folks and we got a time and check and give them and give them the okay, you. you know you know one of the things okay the national action of commerce you know it's taking a lead on this you know uh like in the case where uh where, where the daniel daughter's graduating okay that card is there okay you can hear our message okay but to those professionals that come out of that school okay that in the business world the opportunities are okay but they got, they got to figure out, okay, how they can, they said, join another tribe, okay. They call them, they do a tribe, another family to work with them. And that's where you come in at. Like, see, if you just go to this family, okay, they're looking for answers. They're looking for somebody to come in and just, like, call a savior 
But communicating, they could communicate with each other and how to communicate with each other. And that's how we do it. We need to date, communicate. Mm, that's right. That's right. Now, having said that, now, having said that, okay, what's going on in that section of the conversation? Because this is, uh, we, so we kind of get down to the end and tell us what's going on. You know, what's going on. Who's is it is is all breaking open and going loose? We're trying to just keep it simple, as we said. So, in the backdrop, you got. Boy, the, the real news, and it ain't just by chamber. But boy, is a is your is your money safe? And if you have any money, is it safe? Yeah. You know, some of them I ain't worried about because I ain't got no money anyway. But I yes, mean, you your account is insured for up to 250000 Well, what happens when they go to one of these banks where there's people in there with a billion dollars? I mean, what's 200000 doing on the first one? Nothing. They're like, oh, no, oh, no to the no. Oh, no. So Biden has to come in and say, hey, don't panic. Government's going to cover you. And so then, then they say, okay, well, we're not going to have a run on back to debt. All of a sudden, all these other little banks, people start pulling their money out, saying this uh-huh. stuff is shaky. It ain't, you know, it ain't smelling right. Something they're not going to tell you, right? And so then you come up and you look at now, you know, it's always kind of like the second or third shoe drop off what happened. So now they get mm-hmm. into looking at it. Man, that bank, that Silicon Valley bank, that's all their venture capital money was passing through there. Mm-hmm. And what they were doing, they were using a bank to inflate the value so that they could put more money out there. Mm-hmm. And as it started slowing down, they couldn't cover. It's almost like a, a, a Ponzi scheme of sorts. They're saying mm-hmm. they got more money than they do, and so we're going to loan it to you and whatever. And in the meantime... This thing is rolling so strong over here. You need to come on and bring your money in. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll help you. We'll help you uh, find some uh, something to venture on, and we're making money. And it turned out they were like they had had it on paper. They were up to fifteen billion, and it turned out it was more like three. Uh, on paper. On paper. Yeah, on paper. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Chuck, really, you're the finest thing. I'm trying to tell you, but. It's okay if the government say it's okay. You know what I mean? It's like who yeah, right. is got got money got and got who's got money is it? it and all that. And there's some big players saying, oh, no, I'm not going to lose. And then when you, like, cut to charade, the Swiss credit bank, there was the Saudis' money. The Saudis said, ah, no, we're not going to put it. We're not, we're, gonna bail, we're not bailing you out. As a matter of fact, we're going to start uh, battening down the hatch and protecting our investments. We're not mm-hmm. just going to let y'all roll. See, that's that's the debate. Does the government come in and save you or not? So you look mm-hmm. at it that you're looking at access to capital. You're looking at all this money that we, mm-hmm. you know, they printed money. I mean, you know, you and I used to laugh about it, printing money. And so mm-hmm. what happens when a drone gets down? Like you did. Yeah, I'm like, so... 
Wait, first of all, we, we are we worried about the money? No, our pride hurts a little more. It's a $32 million drone. And they got it all on videotape of the Russian plane and dropping fuel on it and whatever, and, and just crazy stuff and rammed it or, or uh, filed its propeller. So no, they attacked yeah, attack it. Yeah, they, they attacked it. All right. So anyway, yeah, oh, what's yeah. going on? I'm giving you these. The, 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 well, you, got, you know, it's a chessboard. You got to watch the players on the board, which way they move and what's going on. And so there's a whole nother conversation about are we going to be at war by 2025? And if That's the right. economy doesn't come back out, history will tell you there's some relativity to that. So, well, then, right now, again, we're going back to basics. That's, that's what I'm saying. Okay, we're going to keep it simple. Then, my name is Alex. So, that's Chuck DeVoe, Miss Michelle Daniels, Mr. Curry, also. And I'm number one supporter. I'm a daughter, and along with Scott Owens, his director, King Coach, graduated, and also with Reverend Allen Lyles, our spiritual leader here. Reverend Lyles. Thank you.